0: This audio conversation has been created to help establish, develop and foster stronger working relationships and trust between local Indigenous and business communities. These collective efforts are being implemented through a labour market partnership project funded by the Government of Canada and the Province of British Columbia. We wish to thank our funding partners for their support and encouragement towards building stronger business and cultural relationships between local indigenous and business communities. For now about uh, maybe 14 months in the course of chairing meetings, in the course of uh, organizing groups, I was challenged like 14 months ago, maybe more, why aren't you doing a uh, First Nations uh, territorial acknowledgement to which I had no answer. So this would have been last, maybe September, like like a year ago September when when I was first challenged with this. And um, and I said, that's great. I mean, and I started to research and my initial conversations were with Adam Olson, the the MLA out out Peninsula way. and, And he really helped bring some understanding for me as to what they, what it is why are we saying it and and what should one think about doing and then and then I, I did that and I was challenged by some folks because I I didn't want to just do the read the script you know I wanted to I wanted to personalize it and make it mean something some folks were not comfortable with that those were the early days those kind of the earlier days of of the acknowledgement being more widespread rather than just a sort of at a high-level government level. And then of course COVID comes and we start meeting like this all the time and then the question becomes, became for a while, at least was posed to me, well are we doing the acknowledgement anymore? And of course the answer is yes. Of course the answer is yes because it isn't just a territorial acknowledgement, it's a a reflection on one's relationship to First Nations. So uh, when I chatted with you maybe a month ago, you, you just talked so eloquently about, about why and, and, and the reasons. And so I'd like to capture that. So tell me from your end, am I talking gibberish? Is all this just, you know, silly?
1: <laughs> well, firstly, I'd just like to say that the, the process that you're going through to try to figure it out is in itself a valuable thing. And I think with territorial acknowledgements, they, they sort of ground us. If you start with a territorial acknowledgement, you're saying, okay, where are we? What are we doing here? So it's, it's, a, it's a grounding exercise at first. And by acknowledging the people whose territory you're in, lands that you're on, you're acknowledging their ongoing relationship to that land and which is also economic. It's social, economic, cultural, spiritual relationship with that land. So in pretty much any meeting context, there's a relevance to the people whose land that you are in, whether you're you're working in within the same you know, economic system or the many ways that we that we would hope that our communities um, engage with with one another, indigenous, non-indigenous, between indigenous, you know, just how we engage. So it's important, I guess, um, <clears throat> to make sure you do it, but how you do it. Uh, can cause a lot of angst mm-hmm. to people, yeah. and I've experienced the same thing. I've had uh, times when I'm I know I'm going to be on a stage and I have to, to have to, to make the acknowledgement when it's my turn to speak, and I'm not sure how to pronounce it, and and, and or if I'm traveling somewhere and I'm not sure exactly of um, which nation or nations or what I might be stepping in if I acknowledge one and not another one. Yeah. So so that I recognize that it's not always an easy thing to do, um, but the looking at websites and you know doing a little bit of digging to check is also kind of part of you're learning about the people of that place so you're you're taking the time to learn a little bit more deeply about the place that you're going to and that you're going to speak in Mm -hmm. so again you're bringing those people back in the people who you're acknowledging back into the conversation into the room you know their presence is acknowledged so getting it exactly right, and I think I've shared this with you before, is not so much important as your intention for doing it.
0: Right, and right. Oh, that's so important to hear yeah, and, and understand. Are,
1: <laughs> yeah, and people are are um, uh, all, every every time I've witnessed a territorial acknowledgement in the presence of, of an indigenous person or, or indigenous people, invariably, um, they are pleased that it was done, and in, even if there's a, a an error, error, you know, especially and with when you're really unsure, you, you can be um, you could call the First Nation and ask. You know, I'm I'm doing mm. an event at mm. such and such, and I want to acknowledge the territory, and and I'm asking you, is this is this within your? Ter- I, I'm thinking it's within your territory. Could you help me with that? Right, they would be super pleased to have to. get that question and i think that one other thing i mentioned before that sometimes people can acknowledge too broadly um in a way that uh, that can come across as um losing the unique individualism that Uh, that communities have uh, for example to acknowledge coast salish territory unless you're kind of in an international setting and you're referring to you know the big that bigger thing, then it, you're you're kind of just you're, you're lumping quite a large number of uh, First Nations into one, and you're kind of erasing that the one whose territory you're actually in. So t- taking the time to 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 figure out whose whose territory you're in is, and it's obvious sometimes there's a reserve situated with within, you know, with but it's it's not cleanly aligned with um, school districts, for example, or electoral diff- districts. Um, and where neighbors were not inside uh, municipal boundaries right so so when you're but the traditional territory is the the underpinning of of it all and it's fair to say um, that that there are areas where that where it's overlapping and you sometimes will acknowledge more than one group and sometimes they may not have agreement among those groups about that Um, but that's that's okay you're you if you've talked to a first nation and they've said that's our territory and we expect to be acknowledged there and you include them um, if anybody ever challenges you can say the nation told me and yes. that's why i did it yes. so you're so you're that's respectful yeah. um, i don't i don't think it would be fair to ask anybody to that's doing an acknowledgement to wade in and determine who's got the fair claim there there were territories overlapping there were shared use of territories.
0: Well, what our experience, my experience to date in, in, in trying to help um, the business slash industry sector strengthen relationships with our regional First Nations has been one of, I, I don't think we've ever been in a place where we've uh, learned how much we don't know. Like we're, we're learning that we don't know so much that until you wade into the conversation or hear reflections. You don't know that you didn't know that.
1: <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and when there's, you know, people, people, I think it's a human trait to be, um, to do anything you can to avoid embarrassment.
0: Mm. It, it's yes.
1: Hardwired into humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And offending somebody is really embarrassing, especially to do it that publicly. So people will sometimes err on the side of not acknowledging they're afraid of acknowledging incorrectly and and if you what you don't you could do in a situation like that when you're completely lost as to what whose people whose territory you're on you could say i would like to first start by on, acknowledging that we are in on indigenous lands that the first peoples uh-huh. of this country were here before us
0: oh that, right? that I mean, that's that, I mean, great it, advice it's, yeah
1: yeah it's sort of a blanket statement i mean ideally you've done some research and you've shown that you care you've looked you've looked into it. But the other point I wanted to make is that in my experience over the past 25 years, um, working with Songhees Nation and and engaging with all their friends and and neighbors and many Indigenous groups is that when you make a mistake, you you do something wrong accidentally, um, the response to that is is often a humorous um, correction. Uh, it's, It's done with a smile and and I, and I was told once by an elder that if somebody takes the time to correct you, it means they care about you. Mm. They want you to get it right. They mm-hmm. want they want you to, you know, the relationship is, you're not just a person that came in, said the wrong thing and left. You're someone that they want to work with and, and, and help yeah. you understand. And the fact that you tried is showing that you want to understand. And whenever you're unsure when you say that, I you, you know, another key thing is speaking from your heart when you're doing an acknowledgement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if, if, if you mm-hmm. say, um, I wanna acknowledge the people of this land and I'm unsure how to pronounce the name and I yes. don't wanna say it wrong, but I'm gonna try. Like that, you know, you'd never insult a community um, by, by- By being honest. By being honest. By being
0: honest. What another another uh, characteristic of, of this process from my end has been how a tiny bit of learning has ignited a ton of learning. Uh, so as opposed to saying I want to learn everything about, we have said uh, there there's a need to acknowledge at the beginning of our meetings. And then the research to find out, like you said, going on a Google and, and just looking, you know, whose territory on, where, wow, that spawns more learning, more understanding, further Relationship understanding of where
1: it's like, it's like peeling an <laughs> onion almost, like. right? And, and does that
0: happen to me? And it happened to so each of our industry participants, so they have their own journeys. And for one of them, an HR person from a major manufacturing company, it's it's changed her life. Actually, she has begun. Uh, she's now researched and and learned, and has become the representative for how to deal with indigenous peoples, because this is a, a global company and how, how to embrace them in the workforce because of the simple, I'd say simple, uh, because it, it, I mean, it, it, it's straightforward, it's, it's not simple, yeah. uh, but, but this but notion triggers, of what to triggered. say triggered now global representation and learning on how to embrace First Nations people and into the, the workforce. Both,
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I would say that's reconciliation. And the other thing that I would say is that is um, foundational to us as a country and to the country that we're going to be, that Mm, understanding. So if you're starting down that journey, you're starting down a a reconciliation journey. Mm. Um, The other thing that I've sometimes mentioned is a subtlety that a lot of people um, do this. And once you know about it, you catch yourself doing it and you realize, and you catch other people doing it and you cringe. That is using a possessive pronoun to describe First Nations to say our First Nations, It isn't our. Pronoun, you're right. <laughs> that possessive pronoun carries meaning with it. That's
0: yeah.
1: the First Nations of BC, not yeah. BC, BC's First Nation, but the First yeah. Nations.
0: And I think I said that. Did I say this in this conversation? Uh,
1: no, I, I didn't. Oh, I did I don't think you did, but uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying that if, the, if you're sharing this with others that are what, what, le, we're learning about um, territorial acknowledgements, that's the time when it would be easy to accidentally do that. Say, I'd like to acknowledge our, yes. our local First Nation. You're wanting to acknowledge the nation whose territory we're, we're gathered in. And the, there's another subtlety is that people need to remember when you're speaking and you say we, mm-hmm. in the context of we Canadians, we society, that is Indigenous people too.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. When, when
1: people say we and then say us and you, mm-hmm. you've just... Kicked people out of the we, like yeah, you, yeah. you've othered them. So, uh, right. so, that, so those pronouns, <laughs> those pronouns, I mean, we got to worry about pronouns with gender, but it's those pronouns are important too when we're talking about our society.
0: That's extra uh, extraordinarily valuable uh, advice, commentary, because of of the societal collapse in the US, <laughs> I'd say for the last four years. Uh, there's, there's obviously been an increased awareness around a systematic racism. And I happen to believe it exists in Canada, specific to our First Nations, our, here we go, to the First Nations communities. And it's something s- sometimes we just never address. And we actually had Mavis uh, talk about that specifically, about this racism in the workforce. And th- this kind of dialogue around words and how we describe a people is important to dealing with that racist undertone. Yes. As soon as you say our. Yeah, you know?
1: it's that when people say, when people don't understand structural racism, they think, oh, that means that the system was designed to be cruel. What structural racism means to me is, there th- that when the structure was built, it inherently included biases. And those the, those biases disadvantage segments of our population. And that is structural racism. The yes. racial bias that snuck its way in. So reconciliation is also all of the people and the good people in public service right across this country. And I've spoken with people and I'm just in awe of their commitment to find and correct those biases that they're seeing within their yeah. processes. Their yeah. Within, Know their procurement systems you you're doing it with the with your uh group of industries as they're looking at their pro- procurement procedures and going yep. where is their structural barriers within this and that is breaking <laughs> down that's breaking down structural racism
0: it's an honor to to met all of you and, and for the learning to be lifelong so christina thank you very much for this this is great